So today I want to talk about divine design at work, embracing God's purpose and labor. Let's look at some scriptures to get a good framework on what the Bible says about work. Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Proverbs 16.3, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Ecclesiastes 3.12-13, so I, con I concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy yourself enjoy ourselves as long as we can and people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor for these are gifts from god first corinthians 10 31 so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do it do do it for the glory of god somebody say glory what else we have here proverbs 14 23 proverbs 14 23 Work brings profit, but mere talk brings poverty. Proverbs 12, 11, a hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies has no sense. Proverbs 22, 29, do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than work for ordinary people. Some translations say mean people. So today, this sermon today is that this Labor Day weekend, let's look at the importance of work, a significant component of our life, consuming 40% of our time. We'll explore how work goes beyond financial gains, uh, becoming a vessel for personal fulfillment, a means of bearing witness to our character, a way to fulfill our family responsibilities and goals and break curses, a chance to make a lasting impact of God's kingdom. As we embark on this journey, we'll reflect on the fact that God's Continuing work is evident throughout the Bible, inspiring us to find purpose in our own careers and interests. And we see God at work, right? In Genesis chapter one, verse uh, one to three, in the beginning, God created, he's working, right? Ah, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and void, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And if you look at John 1, 1, it says Jesus was the word, right? John 5, 19, Jesus says, so Jesus explained, I tell you the truth. The son could do nothing by himself. He only does what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does, right? And then Jesus was talking about doing the work of the father. John 1930. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished. He bowed his head and released his spirit. He finished his mission. He finished, right? Acts 1.8, you will receive power through the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will be my witnessing, witnesses telling people about me everywhere. Colossians 1.29, that's why I, Paul says, that's why I work and struggle so hard depending on Christ's mighty power that works within me. John um, 6, 10 through 11, Jesus said, tell everybody to sit down. So they all sat down. This was, this was after the, the apostles went to do some mission work and they had to sit down thousands of people in sections of 100, right? And then God miraculously fed the people. So there was work and there was miracles mixed together, right? So God is showing himself and his 
God's laborers are showing themselves working in the word of God. So why though? Why, why, why work, right? And this is, work helps us with identity and significance. Work helps us with meaning and fulfillment. Work helps us with witness and credibility. Work helps us with families and responsibilities. Work helps us with eternal impact and preparation for eternity. Amen. So today's big idea, we're going to take the word work and we're going to say W, work with purpose according to God's plan. O, observe Jesus' example of balance, diligence, and rest. R, rely on the Holy Spirit for guidance and strength. K, keep a heart of worship and gratitude in all tasks. And S, sharpen your spiritual growth through challenges. I wanted to say sharpen your skills, but I'll just say it now. Please, every month, get a little sharper. Every month, right? If you work in Microsoft Outlook, trust me, there's something you don't know. Right? If you work with Google Office Suite, there's something you don't know. Whatever job you have, every month, right? Because God's going to give you his favor and flavor, right? But you need what keeps you in the door. What gets you in the door won't get you up the steps, right? And so we need to uh, increase our emotional intelligence and our hard and soft skills. Amen? So work with God's purpose. Psalms 138.8 says, The Lord will work out his plans for my life. For your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. Don't abandon me, you, for you made me. And so we work with God's purpose, right? Many of us, we're in a career, and sometimes we look and say, I don't even know how I got here. But the hand of God was on this situation. And so I just want to continue. If you're looking for a job now, Continue to pray for the hand of God to be on your situation, right? For divine guidance and vocational alignment. And then also work with God's purpose to redeem the secular. Working as a Christian in various jobs, we are called to infuse God's values and vision in a secular environment, right? We take God's glory and we make it part of the story of the business or the team that we're a part of. Right, so work with God's purpose. Oh, observe Jesus' diligent labor. Right, Matthew eleven twenty nine says, "Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you." Jesus says, "Because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls." Right. So this is also rabbinical talk. A lot of rabbis will say, "Take my yoke," and they'll be yoked to a rabbi's teaching or interpretation of scriptures. Right, some rabbis were like, "You can't do this on Saturdays." Some rabbis said, "You could do this on Saturdays." That was called like their yoke, and then there's also the yoke being tied, right, like the oxen. So Jesus was saying, "Take my yoke upon you, my teachings, my interpretation, my vibes, and also be yoked to me in your endeavor. Let me teach you." Right, Jesus, says, I am humble. He's not like those those mean rabbinical leaders and Levitical leaders. He's humble and gentle, and that we will find rest. If we do things God's ways, we will find, we do God's will, God's way, we will find rest for our souls. And then also, let this be a reflection of how you work, 
work with humility, work with gentleness, work with a rhythm. If you're a supervisor, I pray that people will realize that my supervisor is humble and gentle and my supervisor understands rhythms and routines. So we learn from Jesus' humility in his work, right? I love when I read the scriptures, it says, Jesus, as his custom, went to the temple, right? He's hearing sermons that are like, eh, 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 interpretations that are, eh, 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 eh. He's the embodiment of everything they're teaching, and he's right in front of them, and they don't recognize him, but he still goes. That's amazing. So we learn from Jesus' humility at work, balancing diligence and rest in our labor, and finding fulfillment in God's alignment, in alignment with God's will. Amen? We're almost done, fam. R, relying on the Spirit's guidance. R, relying on the Spirit's guidance. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, we read it earlier. We will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. We have the Holy Spirit in uh, habitation, not just visitation. And so seek the Holy Spirit's direction and decision-making. Um, tap into God's strength in challenging times at work. Right? You might have to take a prayer break and tap in. You may have to reach out to an intercessor and ask them to lock arms with you. And then allow the Holy Spirit to transform your work environment. Right? Listen to worship. Right? Have post-it notes of the fruit of the Spirit. Right? Um, Sister Anna put um, Christ-centered stickers on her uh, tasteful Christ-centered stickers on her laptop. Right? You may need cues and clues and triggers to remind you who you are, whose you are, where you're going. Can I hear an amen? So rely on the Holy Spirit. Okay. Keep a heart of worship. Colossians 3.16. It says, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with a thankful heart. This is a hack. This is a spiritual growth hack. You, I just, you don't have to go to a $1,000 conference. Ask the Holy Spirit to seal this scripture, right? Study the message of Christ in all his richness for all your life. Let it fill, fill your life. Teach and counsel others through conversations, through character, through conduct, through uh, the way you dress and the way you address, right? The wisdom he gives you. Be, be known as a person who sings worship songs and be known as a person with a thankful heart. And verse 17, whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So infuse your work with an attitude of gratitude. Recognize work as an act of worship and experience God's presence through mindfulness. Keep your mind on God. Keep your mind on your business. Mind your business. Amen. S, sharpen your spiritual growth. Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Said not that I ever, and if you need, if you want more studies on Philippians, let me know. I, I can get you some audio teachings on Philippians from Frank Viola. That's amazing. All right. Not that I ever, I have, not that I was ever in need, but I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. Ooh, that's so good. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. 
for I could do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So as we grow through work, embrace challenges as opportunities for growth. Embrace challenges as opportunities for growth. There was this one time I came back from a beautiful Victory Outreach conference. The next day I was at a work conference and there was a ton of responsibility and stress. I was getting a text from another man of God about some accusation. I was getting texts from people in the church that really needed help. And I realized that this moment of stress was an opportunity to demonstrate the growth in my life that I committed to at the conference the week before. All right? So also develop resilience and perseverance and cultivate a deeper relationship with God in the midst of work. Bring the spirit of God with you. Take prayer breaks. Read your devotion at your desk. Um, read um, quotes from T.D. Jakes, C.S. Lewis, Joyce Myers at 3 o'clock. Read three quotes at 3 o'clock. Pray two minutes at 2 o'clock. Text, encourage one person at 1 o'clock. Create rhythms. Every time you charge your phone, say a prayer that God will charge your life. So recap, work. Work with purpose according to God's plan. Observe Jesus' example of balance, diligence, and rest. Rely on the Holy Spirit. Keep a heart of worship and sharpen your spiritual growth. Also sharpen your skills. Skills pay bills. Allow me to speak prophetically for a moment, right? You know, I only preach this, mu this much of what I prepare. <laughs> And what I know, but praise the Lord. So Genesis 49, 27, Jacob is giving blessings to his children, right? And he says, Benjamin, the ravenous wolf, devouring his enemy in the morning and dividing his plunder in the evening. So I want to remind all younger people working, get your wolf on, right? I'm not saying do harm to people, but I'm saying do harm to poverty, do harm to mediocrity, do harm to average, right? And we have to be motivated. So consider the symbolism of Jesus' crown of thorns. It's a power, powerful shift from the curse of Adam with thorns and thistles, Genesis. It beckons us towards a profound healing as we have to have a reconciliation of our view of work. Shifting away from perceiving labor as punishment and obstacle, obstacles, we are embraced with a redeemed perspective, one that casts work as a gateway to purpose and opportunities, right? Not punishment, purpose. Not obstacles, opportunity. Along this journey, we reflect on the wisdom Jacob gave to Benjamin. I want to challenge younger people. Make career work in your top five, right? I know you have faith. I know you have family. I know some of you, you have your culture. But some of you, you may have your geography, where you're from. But I'm telling you, you're in your 20s and early 30s. Consider business right you may not call it work they call it business you know there's a book good book by james altucher called like work for you inc Ethan, if you can find it like it's kind of like working on yourself treating your job as like you're treating yourself as a worker as like an independent contractor right so embodying the wolf hunts by day and divides spoils at dusk listen how are you contribute to your 401k, to your Roth IRA, 
to your savings. It's going to impact how you plunder at the dusk of your life. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we approach your throne in the name of Jesus. And we ask your Holy Spirit to guide us in our work on this Labor Day weekend. May our work reflect your purpose and bring honor to you. Strengthen us in challenges and let gratitude shape our tasks. Bless, bless those seeking clarity and opportunity and promotions. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So I, I pray a blessing over you, right? May your work be purposeful. May your steps be aligned with God's plan. May the Lord shine his light on your workplace. May your labor bring joy and blessings in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Be blessed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us. I pray that you have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Um, send me pictures so we can share next Sunday. Don't forget on the 16th, we're planning to go to the movies together and to eat lunch together. And I'll be also sharing a Google form on how we can work together making the celebration service better, right? If you want to bring the cake, if you want to bring Dunkin' Donuts gift cards, if you have a funny game, if you have a word of encouragement for the church beforehand, if you want to help with greeting, with ushering, uh, we're serving food downstairs. We want to make sure everybody has the opportunity to use their strengths and their gifts to make this service unforgettable. And we also want to bless the kids. Shout out to Avis, Malik, and Mateo for signing up for uh, helping with Summit Church Kids. Amen. Have a blessed day. We love you all. The name of the Lord. Blessings. Shout out to the Smileys. Shout out to Malik, to Avis, to the Panella family, to Jimmy, Margaret, Kenny, Sister Brenda, the Santos family, Vicky, Javi, Storm and Norman, uh, all you guys. God bless all you guys. We love you, Carlina. Uh, have a beautiful and blessed day. If you need me, you know how to reach me. All right, God bless.